Welcome to the Workplace Chameleon. My name is Dr. Selena. Thanks for spending some time with me. One year. Last year, when we launched the Workplace Chameleon, I was looking for something, a creative outlet to push myself in some new ways coming out of the challenges of 2020. I wanted to create something that could be helpful to others while also being a good complement to our work at the Pierman Group. When I'm not podcasting, I spend my days listening, learning, and leading conversations in all different types of companies, usually around 275 groups or so, about 6,000 people each year representing somewhere up around 200 different companies. I didn't know I was going to do this when I grew up, and I love it. I'm so fortunate to be able to learn with you, have these conversations, and still be able to make a living. Well, understanding people and organizational systems is my first love. Training is a close, close second. Most days I'm preparing and delivering content to help people do better on the job. And while I'm doing that, I'm looking at how we do this work thing, how we take people and organizational systems and create something that matters. When we look at the body of work our little team is involved with, it made sense to do a podcast. And true story, it's taken me about a year to get used to this. With over, or with about actually 3,500 downloads, we're also hoping it's been helpful for you. And it wasn't the number that I was looking at as much as hoping that this was one more way to support you on this journey of work. Ad-free, self-produced, and on our budget. This marks the one-year anniversary of our podcast launch. And if we were really well-resourced, produced, and organized, there might be all sorts of sound effects now in this moment of celebration. And yet, instead, it's me and you. And my heartfelt thanks for your support this past year. And if you're new to the show, welcome. I've spent my last month or two tossing and turning. What's next? How can I decide what to continue to share with you? What is on my mind? What I'm seeing in companies and find content that we can both learn from. But I like context. I like big picture strategy and figuring out how all of this effort ties together. And quite frankly, I've struggled with that. 32 episodes in 2021 was exactly that. 32 episodes about all different types of change at work. However, for anyone who's chatted with me about this process, you've heard me talking about struggling with it. We've tried different things and learned what was a good fit for my style and what wasn't. We've had great conversations about what people might be interested in and how does this fit 
with our work at the Pearman Group. But I wanted to wrap year two around something about change at work, but what specifically? When I'm not training, I'm asking questions, advising, digging into the depths of the company. When they want to get better, whether it comes from a struggle or growth or both, much of what I do is looking for gaps, identifying the gaps, understanding the gap, closing the gap, bridging the gap. Most of the time, it's finding them and then figuring out what comes next. Gaps. I have now outlined over 40 discussions, 40 podcast sessions, and some additional content about gaps in organizations. You'll recognize these topics. Think about silos and handoffs, transitions, leader-to-leader, peer-to-peer, communication, power, timing, listening, generations, personalities, levels, change, email. Overload, misunderstood, drama, ladders, matrix, exits, lazy, choice, trust, apologies, gut, learning, knowledge, adaptability, data, risk, stumbling, capacity, vision, readiness, and more. I'm super excited about what we've planned. And yet, what is it about a gap That's got me fascinated. Gaps exist all around us. By definition, it is an opening in a solid structure or surface, sometimes described as a cleft or breach. It can be a break in a line of defense, an opening through a mountain pass, a space between objects or points. It's a noun. It is some sort of Interruption of continuity, a conspicuous difference or imbalance, some sort of disparity that has created a problematic situation. Yet it is also a verb, something we do to make an opening, to adjust in a space between, to become more opening, a break in continuity, some sort of interruption or hiatus. In our physical geography world, it can be a break in a line of hills or mountains, a gorge, a ravine. It can also be considered some sort of chasm. In the electrical world, there's actually also something called a spark gap, where it is a gap in an otherwise complete electrical circuit across in which a discharge occurs at a certain prescribed voltage. We know it. We actually spark the gap. A triggered gap is a fixed spark in which that discharge passes between two electrodes. And we do it with a low power pulse at an interval in order to get the result we desire. We acknowledge it. We actually trip it. In that physical science world, a little bit different twist on a gap, it comes out of geology. A sequence of rock we know is a record of past events, but most rock sequences are incomplete. There are layers missing. These gaps in rock 
sequences are called unconformities. Unconformities are simply gaps or missing data in the rock record. These gaps could indicate a variety of processes such as erosion or deformation or changes in sea level. Much like the science, a gap analysis helps you identify the difference between where you need to be and where you are now. We can decide how to fill gaps or at least understand the risk that if we don't, what might happen? And sometimes gaps get bigger. In life, we might talk about a gap year, often identified as a year between high school or secondary education and and what comes next, whether that's going to be more formal education or work. It's a gap year. From my HR background, we've talked about gap in employment years or work history. Often in literature or research, a gap is some sort of unexplored topic that reveals a opportunity for further explanation or exploration, a place to conduct the next level of research. A learning or professional practice gap is often used as a term to describe a learner's shortcoming where we want to see improvements in it. We've talked about gaps in evidence, in investigations. Financial markets also have gaps on a chart where the price of a stock moves sharply up or down with little or no trading in between. A gap in care is defined as a discrepancy between the recommended best practices and the care that's actually provided. We actually also see intentional gaps in football and many sports. Linemen in football teams often are part of building block of plays that intentionally set gaps, often called a split between feet, uh, between personnel of about two feet And gaps can vary based on what our plan is for powering and countering in the play to our opponent. There's a defensive uh, line of plays, too, all about how we shoot the gaps, penetrate the line, uh, use and manage the gap, gap control. Does that player? control the gap or gaps in which he, she, or they are tasked, knowing the gap, owning the gap, controlling the gap. There may be some conversation about, is this gap a big deal? Some gaps are inconsequential, while others are life-changing. At work, we might recognize planning gaps, implementing implementation gaps where maybe we plan really well, but we lack the tools or resources or knowledge to implement it well. Maybe we know how to implement it well, but we have gaps around our planning processes. 
gaps can be between being really competent at something and being outstanding. It can be the difference between vision and execution, satisfied and dissatisfied. We might at work identify gaps in our skills and abilities planning where we want to grow or shift in our business and yet we need people with the right knowledge, skills, and abilities. And if we don't, we have some work to do to be able to bridge that. Talent gaps can occur in recruitment and hiring. Are we finding the right people to fill the position or the body of work that needs to be done. Orientation to the company, the team, and the job. Maybe we onboard and socialize people really well to the company, but we need to get them better connected to the team or the job itself. In episode 32, we talked about expectations. Maybe a new employee comes in with a set of expectations and there is a gap between what the organizational the organization intends to offer. We think about leadership planning, succession planning. Who do we have that can cover what aspects of work in the organization? And are we ready? Many times during my last 28 years of work and organization, both in roles and the uh, role I hold now, We've looked at, do you have bench strength to be able to have people step in as the business shifts or evolves? And too often, we have people who exit and we don't have a plan to figure out how to fill that body of work. We want to identify the gaps in our companies, shift to shift, department to department, frontline to senior leaders, board of directors to leaders, between the generations, between the methods of communication, your style versus my style, this department's reputation between that department's reputation, how we plan processes. Gaps should be and will need to continue to be a temperature indicator. We have to think about how we address the gaps, address the shortcomings, close the loopholes, fill the gaps, address deficiencies, address weaknesses, bridge the gaps, close the gaps, identify those loopholes, and yet study them, understand why they exist, get to root cause of why is that there. See the gaps. I want us managing our risk, seeing it so you know if, when, and what you can do to influence it. I always want us using our energy and resources, our time, talent, fiscal, and physical resources in the best way possible. Remember, we have a finite number of resources available to us, no matter what role we hold. I always want you known for good stuff, using the resources that you have influence over in the best ways possible. We're going to look at different types of gaps in the coming episodes. We're going to look at a number of models for gap analysis. But before we do that, 
Look around. See gaps with new insight. Gap between understanding. Gap between between people who lack trust or confidence in each other. Gaps between ideas or solutions. At the individual, the interpersonal, the team, or the organizational level. Join me for a year of digging into those gaps. We've committed to over 40 episodes, each around 15 to 20 minutes each. We are excited also to announce that each month there will be downloads available to you outlining key ideas and some takeaway tools. One day, a number of years ago, I was dropping off my daughter at school. She was in the fifth grade, and I made the very parental comment to her as she got out of the car, learn something today, Annie. She stopped, she paused, she looked back at me and replied, you too, mom. On behalf of the Workplace Chameleon, learn something new today. Smash mental health stigmas and make good choices. Until next time, this is Dr. Selena.